0: They just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'm your GM. Thank you for joining us today, and as always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy But on that note, I want to apologize for the vocal quality in this episode. When Rin and I recorded this, we were both recovering from some sickness, so we're a little rough around the edges. Still perfectly listenable and enjoyable, though. This is the last in this run of individual sessions as we've been checking in with our characters one-on-one. With a lot on the horizon, they've each set out to see some things on their own before moving forward. Numenera is sorted, Fears are voiced, and anger is vented. Join us as Jory attempts to find some grounding. You all had a conversation at the first tree, trying to figure out what your next steps were going to be regarding the prisoners, regarding moving forward with... The rest of your mission that you had gotten from the Ogrek regarding the automatons and the various projects you had given Rufus, and so many other things that seemed to continue to pile up. Nehemiah left almost immediately after your conversation to go talk to Adriel. And shortly after that, Fahura joined Smallrin at her table to start going over all of the different vials. Chemicals and reagents that she had to see what combinations they could come up with to create a long term sleep aid. They're pretty sure that between Smallrin's knowledge of poison, Fahura's knowledge of healing, and the dream pills that you gave them, they should be able to put these prisoners into an extended state of sleep, without inducing horrible nightmares. So the others are either preoccupied, or no longer here. It's kind of just generally understood that everyone's going to kind of do their own thing for a little while before reconvening and coming back together to take the next steps that are needed to be taken. Is there anything specific Jory would do with I think
1: I'm going to take the opportunity to tour around Legan, because I feel like most of the time I've been around, I haven't really been doing much, getting into the nooks and crannies of the actual like, sort of settlement, really. Um, and I think I just I just want to get to know this place a little bit more when there's not something terribly hectic going on. Because really when it comes down to it, a community does still thrive on the, the tiny, tiny ins and outs. And we've been dealing with some of the bigger things as opposed to just, you know, is there somebody with a cough? You know, does somebody need water? What are we doing? <laughs> um, and it would I think it'd be nice to focus on some some of the little things. Sure.
0: You step out of the first tree and you just start walking. Do you stay near the inner part of the village or do you kind of go towards the outer skirts? Do you weave in and out? I actually had a plan of spiraling
1: around, but I like to think that that didn't happen because I saw something at the far end and I just kind of wanted to follow the shiny. It doesn't actually have to be shiny, but it was metaphorically shiny. Sure.
0: You walk across the way... You start off towards the outside and decide to, like, start spiraling around, but instead kind of beeline off uh, to another, er- another area where there are a couple of people putting together what look like training weapons. Uh what age? They're a little shiny. <laughs> kind of all ages. Okay. Uh, there, there's a couple younger adults, like older teenagers, young adults, a couple middle-aged. There's not a large number of people coming through this area on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But occasionally, kind of just like you all, wanderers will come through and decide to to stay. So a lot of the population here was made up of the group of slaves that Iona and Dio were a part of. But other than that, it's kind of just been people who find their way here and decide to... Make this home, just like you guys did. But it's a couple of people, like I said, just making these training weapons. Stuff out of little bits of metal, but dull. Or scraps of wood and synth. Hello. The middle-aged person kind of raises their head. It's a kind of scrawny-looking woman has a winding scar across her right cheek and kind of, like, squints at you for a second as you walk up and then says, Oh, Jory, right?
1: Yes! Yeah, that's me. Sorry I don't know your name. Um, It's probably nothing to do with you and mostly to do with the fact that I'm hardly here. But, um, hi. I, I couldn't help but notice that you're working on some stuff and, um... I was wondering if I could help, or if um, could get you a a drink or something. I don't know. I just I feel like I need an activity. So, uh, so you're building some uh some weapons, looks like.
0: Yeah. Uh, my name's Jarn, by the way. Hi, John. Good old J names. Yeah. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> Since the incident down below, hmm. that guy who tried to steal stuff, and it went so poorly yeah Dio and Adriel have kind of decided that we need a little bit more organized defense system and that's not me I'm not a, a fighter but I do have a basic understanding of how to put things together as did the people here and kind of nods to the other two that are with her so we're just putting together some stuff for people to train with staffs Knives, swords, that kind of stuff, so that they aren't just uh, hitting each other with actual things. And she kind of points over the way where there's a couple people training with Dio, and they have legitimate weapons. Like they are going at each other with like a like a, a dagger and a sword. And someone has like almost like like a battle saw, like a big serrated blade. Like and they're they're fighting and training with. Sharp things. We don't really want them to have to do that for very much longer. That's fair.
1: Well, nobody wants to fight in general if you can help it. Um,
0: that would be nice.
1: Where did you get the pass for everything? Did uh, Fuhura open a, a, a
0: nitria? <laughs> no. This is just stuff that we've been able to piece together from what Rufus leaves behind, essentially. Ah. And we've done a little bit of scavenging from stuff below the city and stuff out on the plains. There's enough trees around that we can carve things out, enough pieces of Numenera that we can scrap at least the raw materials to put this stuff in a usable state. Is there anything I can do to help? are any good at putting stuff together?
1: I am not the worst at it, but I'm kind of the worst at it. Uh, so...
0: On a scale from, we'll say, Rufus, to an anine, how bad are you at putting things together? I'm gonna say maybe a step above an anine. I I, I mean... She gives you a sideways look, like, that can't be true. Okay,
1: well, you've set the bar pretty low, So I feel like I'm going to be better than that no matter what, because I, you know, I've got like this thing upstairs in my skull that gives me thoughts. It's doing a poor job right now, actually, when I'm trying to describe it. But um, I I could I could try. I could try. I'm usually the person finding things, um, but it seems like you've got a good amount of materials unless you're
0: missing certain things. So I could give it a shot. Actually, how about this? If you're usually good at finding things, would you mind going through that scrap pile over there and seeing what might be useful? I have a decent eye for it, but there's some things in there that I just don't recognize. I
1: have jumped into the pile like Scrooge McDuck. And <laughs> no, you're just
0: swimming through Numenera. I'm just
1: swimming through Numenera, doing laps.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have you make me a Salvaging Numenera roll, and we will say this is a level three.
1: Is a success for
0: the 12. Wonderful. It doesn't take you long to sort everything that they have here into a pile of useful things and a pile of unuseful things. You even actually create a third pile of things that wouldn't necessarily be useful for their particular purposes, but could be useful for something else, possibly. They're still usable components but not for making training weapons okay
1: so sorry what was your name one more time i'm j- I'm not going to call you jay even though i kind of want to because Jay names are cool
0: you're welcome to call me jay
1: oh, i'm going to call you jay ah dynamite it's good to get to know you okay so we've got a pile here that is going to help you a lot uh and i can kind of point out some good things and bad things about this one Uh, We've got this middle one, which I feel like we should keep around because in case there's a little gap we can fill or something else we're going to build, they could be useful. And then this last pile here isn't good unless you want to make some modern art or maybe some earrings, something like that.
0: I'm sure someone would like that. Delightful. Everything's good for something. Nothing needs to go to waste. I love it. And she nods and kind of, like, points out the your findings to the others, and they start pulling stuff and working with it. She doesn't immediately go back to that, though. She kind of looks at the pile and then looks at you. You guys just got back, didn't you? Yes, we did. I know that there's a lot of, like, mystery around the stuff going on here. A lot of stuff that not everybody understands, especially. The more common folk, and she kind of gestures to herself and the other two. Common folk? But uh, people without knowledge of the Numenera. People who are just here to live and find peace and do something useful, you know?
1: There's nothing common about that.
0: Maybe. But I'm sure as heck not the one traveling... Weeks at a time, out to other places to figure out what this song is supposed to be., uh, that's just I don't know what that is. That's just strange that is. not coming? Do you know what's going to happen to the people that they're keeping? No,
1: um, I know we're going to think it through. I know we're um collectively as a as a group trying to do the right thing by everybody as much as we can that's as much as i know what's your thought i don't know sometimes these questions are too big for just one person to answer you really need
0: multiple input that's very true feels weird that this place has just seemed so separated from everything else. Even in the beyond, ever since I got here. Mm. It's been a really peaceful place. Sure, people have their quarrels and have disagreements on the right way to do things, but, like, danger doesn't come here. No. And now it has. Yeah. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm not saying that i want to leave. This is still a place I enjoy, but... Having a standing guard now feels much like something you'd find in the Steadfast more than the Beyond. Yes, it does. Soon enough, we'll have a city council and a governing body. (laughs) People who will make decisions for the good of everybody. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we already have that yeah
1: <laughs> I mean kind of but um, they're more like neighbours that just poke opinions really than anything else <laughs> but, no you're right it is different yeah. I mean the, the goal of course is for it not to remain that way not really It's always going to be crazies out there it's the important nature of the thing it's true that's true. What's important is that um, we hold on to that good stuff. We hold on to, um, you know, anything can be good again. Anything can. It's it's always possible. So don't um, don't let it worry you too much. It's just look at it as like a, a little adventure, a little goal. Um, okay, this weird thing's happening now. Let's let's do what we can, and then uh, maybe we'll get back, or maybe it will take a different turn, and that'll be interesting. Hey, look, we're building weapons. It's a new skill we didn't have before, and now we have it.
0: Brilliant. For for the record, I don't think that any of this is bad. Ah, fair. Just different yes. and unexpected, I guess. Though I really should have expected it. Oh, just statistically, huh? Right. Right. How long ago did you get here? just a little while after you guys did actually I wasn't part of the the other groups that have been here Gotcha
1: well I'm glad you found a place uh, wherever you came from you know that uh, that you seem to like I'm glad you're here
0: That's a good place glad to be here
1: else I can can do to help you. That sounds like a weird thing.
0: Take care of those prisoners. I think I want to figure out if that's something I agree with or not. I see. And if it isn't? I'm not sure. I'm not here to cause trouble, if that's what you're asking. No,
1: no, no, no. I didn't think Oh, I was just uh, just wondering, no, I was not worried about that.
0: Well, I'm going to get back to making wooden and synth staves, so <laughs>
1: they don't hurt each other. It's just like cooking. If there's a combination you haven't tried, the only way to find out if it works is to try it. so
0: then it hopefully sh- you don't get any explosions. <laughs>
1: Or at least that they're not big, or if they're big, that they go in the right direction, not at you. Okay. Well, if you need anything else from me, just uh, just yell out my name really loudly in a panic, and I'll come running. Noted.
0: Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And thank you for the help with all the components. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm.
1: Uh... Gosh, I guess that that's what I'm here for. That's that's neat. I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, Jay, um, Joy, and I'm gonna wander off. I point and I walk away
0: in that direction. Jory is so awkward when it comes to ending conversations like has no problem going up and just talking to people but when it comes to ending a conversation I don't know that she's ever just had a natural end to something it's always like finger guns or awkward comment or I don't even know I get on the ground
1: and I roll away even though there's no hill uh, Ugh. oh Yeah. Who? On to my next mini adventure, whatever that happens to be. Uh, unless I just walk in a circle and I come back to Jay, which is
0: also entirely possible. You walk around like, um, there's people milling about, going about their day to day lives, repairing things, preparing food, talking to each other. It seems relatively calm in terms of the happenings, but you can tell that everywhere you go, there's just a slight edge to everyone. The fact that something's happened here, something from the outside has happened here, because the weird stuff happens all the time. Yeah. The walls move, the song changes. Numenera happens here.
1: Numenera. <laughs> Can I get that on a bumper sticker,
0: please? <laughs> there we go. Numenera, Numenera happens. Numenera happens. But the fact that... There's been some sort of upset like this, kind of has people a little on edge. Although everyone's doing their own thing and still going about their lives, it's you can feel the tension.
1: Yeah. Uh, I look around at people and I kind of I'm talking to myself out loud a little bit under my breath. Jeez, this is. I just want to help, you know? Just. Maybe we should throw like a... like a festival or something. Oh god, now I feel like a politician. How can we distract from this very dark thing going on? Oh no. Oh no. Okay. No festival. No festival. But I want a festival. A festival sounds nice. What would we even festivise? Hmm. I just keep looking around, tutting,
0: thinking, thinking Now oh. You find yourself moving about and you see Brex walking by. Brex They stop and turn and look at you. Hi. And the energy that they have is very much of purposeful and an intentional protection. You get the sense that they were like not necessarily going somewhere specific, but very intentionally moving around to like make sure that everything was okay.
1: Doing, um, like a, a century walk, no response. Well, of course, no, they kind of just, yeah, it, it looks scary. Like so, I'm gonna, you know what. I think this is a good idea because I think I could use it in an upward pace because I'm having some thoughts and I think if I walk a bit more steadily, maybe they'll come out better. Um, So I'm going to walk next to you and I don't necessarily feel like we have to engage in conversation, um, but we can just take a look around when we do that. How's that sound? You're not going to answer me, which is fine. I like that uh, that, you're your own person and stuff. I don't want to. Anyway, I'm going to walk alongside you, and uh, if you need to have some space and not have me do that, just give me a
0: gentle nudge. How about that? Rex just kind of calmly turns and kind of starts walking. Okay. At a pace that you can keep up with, because they are large, so shortens their step a little bit so that you can keep in marching step.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, this is nice. This is a good pace. I like it. Um, Boy, you really do get a nice tour of uh, of everything this way. You seem to know what you're doing. I guess you do walk around a lot. It's been a very eventful day. Or at least a couple days of uh, things. have been a bit mad here. (laughs) But I'm really happy you're around. I don't know if people tell
0: you enough. Their visor shifts a little bit. Blue. It's normally that like, kind of purple. Shifts mm-hmm. a little bit blue. Yeah.
1: No, it's grand. It's grand. It's um, I don't know. I, I it's one of those things where once you like, used to a place, you can't imagine. You can't imagine that place without certain people, features, or what have you. And, uh, you're a good person to have around, and you just feel right. You know, you just feel right. This. Happy stride. (laughs) Oh, look at that over there. They're putting together weapons. I helped find some of those things, by the way. Oh not that one they took from that's the wrong Jay, that's the wrong pile. That's the earring pile. You know, you know what? It looks great. So let's just go with it. Okay, good. That's good.
0: Okay. Alright. After a while Brex stops. Not abruptly, mm-hmm. not as though they've seen something or uh, something stopped them that attracts, just kind of like slowly comes to a stop. Mm. At this point, you are on the outskirts of the village. Mm. The walls have shifted, obviously, so there is not a full circular outer wall any longer, but there is a kind of like almost strange scalloped kind of perimeter so kind of against one of those sections stops and stares northward Hmm. sets their their big maul, their big hammer down on the ground, leans it against the wall and their shield as well just stares out across the plains.
1: Um, I will stare as well. And, um, every now and then I'll, I'll kind of open my mouth to say something, and I think I'd stop myself. Just kind of keep looking. And i to put myself in the boots of our dear friend. Kind of wonder what they, they're thinking. going you know, through their head? Their visor. <laughs> Is there any colour change?
0: After a moment or two of you just standing there, you watch the visor shift, and it's normally kind of like a mood ring-esque, where it like very distinctly shifts from one color to the next to the next. In this case, the saturation just turns down until it's milky white, and it stays that way for a while. Well, I kind of, um,
1: I actually reached up and I I kind of pat their arm. I don't know uh, what's going on up there.
0: As you say that, the color kind of very quickly returns, as though you've reminded them that you're there. And... Rex turns her head down towards you and just kind of puts a hand on your shoulder. Very, very heavy. Not like pushing down. It's just a heavy hand. Because <laughs> it's just armor.
1: Oh. Well, um... I need to be heavy-handed about it. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think I'm, uh, I'm probably going to wander off and uh, see what somebody else is up to. Thanks for letting me ride along, so to speak. Maybe we can do it
0: again. And you get the very rare nod.
1: Ah. Excellent. Sounds great. Uh, have another chat. Boy, I like talking to you. It's really refreshing for some reason. I don't know why. All right. um, Enjoy the... Uh, Century, cent, centurying, the, the pacing around and looking for things in that I'm gonna go. And I walk away. Again. <laughs> Even when the other person doesn't talk. Yeah. I think I'll actually skip this time.
0: Good. Good.
1: What time of day is it?
0: Midday at this point. You're walking around and continuing on your spiral. You end up near the center, near the orb and near Rufus's workshop.
1: I'll knock on a a metal object somewhere. to. Hello. It's oddly quiet here. Oh, God. I rush in. (laughs) Something happening. Is everybody okay? What's going on? Rufus
0: is dead asleep.
1: Vomitary uh, uh, panic at the first word. <laughs> like I,
0: I oh. did that on purpose. No! Terrible. Oh, no. Whew.
1: There wasn't even a pause and it still scared me. Okay. I stop abruptly and when I see that they're breathing, I go, oh. and kind of tiptoe backwards metaphorically praying that i don't step into something or knock into something noisy
0: make me oh, no. a level 3 speed defense roll okay i
1: was going to do it flat i was going to ask for maybe like danger sense and navigation but i think i'm just going to do it flat um
0: Oh, I fail. (laughs) That's a a
1: one.
0: A natural one. Roll a one. I get a free gym intrusion. Yep. You carefully sneak backwards, trying not to wake up Rufus. And at that, you are successful. Oh. But as you step over the threshold of the door, you fall flat backwards over Bot-Bot, ah! who is coming up behind you. Bump. <laughs> oh. oh! And oh, as fine. you do so, Bot-Bot, in, in his hand, had been holding something that is now crushed. Oh. oh,
1: what's in my spine? Oh, what happened? Oh, no. Oh, I see what's been done. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh no. Oh, oh, it's everywhere. Oh. Oh.
0: No. Bot bot had some sort of vial of fluid. Um upon closer examination, it's probably some sort of uh maybe not lubricant, but biomechanical fluid, if that makes sense. Okay. Something for hydraulics or for cooling or for something like that uh. and it has now been shattered and and spilt all over the ground and <laughs> bot bot and your back you know all over you as well bot bot does not have a a head like that so to speak but does have that little arm and kind of just reaches into a compartment on on their side and Brings out a short list that they had been given that they'd been given and uncrosses out no. <laughs> one of the components.
1: Oh papa, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, I get you flowers, but that wouldn't do anything except give you stuff to carry needlessly. I'm sorry, little buddy. Uh I'm gonna go back in and I'm gonna touch Rufus on the shoulder gently and, and kind of rock them a bit. Rufus. Rufus, it's a jewelry. I I made I made an oopsie, and I'm sorry to wake you. But this this there's, there's slick all over my back, and I kind of need to know if it's gonna eat through and dissolve my spine. <laughs> Also I think I hurt Botbot's feelings as well as their cranium. I'm I'm very sorry. Um help.
0: Rufus kind of jostled them awake a little bit. And just go what uh, uh, Jor- Jor- Jory? Yes. Uh what? Mm. Uh, I no, I it oh w- it won't eat you. Okay. No, it won't eat you. Okay. Uh
1: um, it smells real bad, but it, it won't eat you. That's okay. I'm not worried about the smell, just the eating possibilities. What was it? Can what I? What time is it? I I uh, uh, It's 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 very bright.
0: It's it's mid bright uh, out. I need I need just a little while longer. Is that, is that, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. You hit the jewelry snooze.
1: Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm not gonna back out this time and you
0: can go back to and before you even before you even get out the door Rufus is asleep again Oy. you take a look as you're going out at their workbench and there are some plans there there is um, a couple of different like components and things kind of spread out
1: yeah.
0: As you go back out to Bot, 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 Bot is looking at that list that he had, mm-hmm. and it's a very short list. Okay. You have a feeling that it was something that Rufus had like scribbled out, like "I need a nap." Bot, Bot, can you find these like two things?
1: Yeah. Hey, little buddy. I'm sorry again. Now that I know my spine is not going to be eaten away by some horrific acid, I I, I want to kind of help make up for this. Um, why don't I get some something on the list? Um, the little arm kind of like nods. <laughs> so cute. I will point at one of the one thing that's
0: not crossed off and say, oh, "Is this something I can get? This one." Again, you get the nod with the with the arm. The thing that you point to on the list is something called biocircuitry. Hmm. This is a Numenera component that resembles a fine mesh of almost like veins. Ooh. And almost like nervous system kind of embedded in a gel. Okay. Interesting.
1: Would I happen to have seen this in a pile of things? Not in a pile of things. Okay. But it does look familiar to me. Well, I do like name my own components and things. So.
0: Um, Let's see, where would I have last? Not in a pile of anything oh. here. Oh. But you think you probably, in all of the areas where you found cables and connectors beneath... You think you might have seen some there.
1: Ah, well, maybe I should... Okay, Bot-Bot, I'm going to go find this, and I will bring it back here. Um, I will skip off, and head in that direction.
0: You start skipping off, and Bot-Bot follows you.
1: Oh, oh, okay, all right. Um, is the thing that you have to find in the same direction? It just keeps following. Okay. um, I will rack my brain the last time. I think I've seen something pretty close to this, very specifically as, as far as in that area, and um, head in that direction.
0: You head down okay. through the elevator, through the halls, through the domed room, and into the various twists and turns and rooms, the laboratories, the janitor's closets the server rooms yeah. all that kind of stuff right
1: now to me this has kind of the feeling of you know when you're an adult and you go into the dark basement and you know you're not a kid anymore and that it's not scary but it still just feels scary yes i just feel tense
0: down here right now
1: given everything but keeping the chin up is butt still following me
0: Yep, but but it seems to be wanting to accompany you on whatever your mission is.
1: Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Which is very comforting to me actually. Um do is there any activity down here? Do I see
0: anything? You don't see any people, but as you kind of go through and you're trying to remember where exactly it was that you saw something like this, mm-hmm. you start kind of wandering through the hallways and and thinking about which doors they were. And I'm going to have you roll me a intellect level four. If you want to apply any skills, feel
1: free to. I would love to. I actually Um, have one called Community Explorer. Yeah, well, well, tell me what that does. Well, you are present within a community and actively and personally working on behalf of that community. The community's effective rank for purposes of finding resources, locating new trade routes, etc., etc. Blah 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 blah.
0: blah.
1: Enabler. What's
0: enabler? So enablers just means it's a passive. Oh, okay, okay. It's not something you have to roll on. So here's what I'm going to do with that. Normally, that means that as you are a part of an active community, mm-hmm. the community itself is bolstered in some way. Yes, I, I yeah. So what I'm going to do for this actually is I'm just going to consider that a an asset for you. Oh, cool. So on this roll, I'll have that be taken down to a level three.
1: was a four, right? So I'm putting in difficulty four and then an asset. Correct, and what it, is this specifically to try to find uh this thing, because I do have salvaging luminaire? Uh, I will call you trained and yes, and navigation as well, so, and you said intellect, yes, yes, okay, here we go i I think I got my one out of the way, so let's find out success with a fifteen have right,
0: it wonderful, oh. you go to open a door with the keypad and then go no. No, this was the one with those strange bugs. Yeah. Those strange insects. I'm not gonna go in that one. And you go a couple doors down. Okay. And you open it up, and it is a it is the same room where you had the wrong cables, if you remember. Mm. Uh where they had ordered the wrong cables, and now uh, they just had a whole bunch of other stuff in this storage room. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, time to go rooting around here. Let's see. I start opening drawers and uh, cupboards and lockers and cabinets and uh, safes and I'm running out of spaces that things could exist in, um, uh, hooks, closets, bureaus.
0: All right. Is there a wardrobe in here? I'll open that as well you're opening all of these things and looking around and reading around and you hear a rumbling sound come from beneath you.
1: Uh,
0: Bot-Bot, do you feel that? Do you hear that? Kind of like Bot-Bot like stops for a moment and kind of like tries to like hone in on what's happening and his arm kind of, like, like looks up and then just, like, shakes its head very furiously, like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I need you to make me a level 3 <laughs> speed defense roll. I will say that Danger Sense will absolutely apply here. Okay, so I'll leave it at trained. Speed, difficulty 3. Oy, oy, oy. Success with a 13. Wonderful. You kind of grab Bot Bot and jump back towards the door. Okay. Whew. And as that happens, something bursts up from underneath the ground, in through the synth and the metal floor. What? Mm. You see this strange amalgamation of metal start crawling its way through the floor. Strange spiked arms and pincer-like appendages, and lights and metal parts like glowing on it. It's got legs almost like, um, like a like a cricket, um, and and these like. Strange, like I said, almost insectoid uh, pincers on the end of a couple other arms, and its its mouth, its face is like long and flat with these massive jaws, and it is just like thrashing about. You know what this is? This is a machine eater, being a delve and working throughout. Yeah the course of various ruins. This is something that you have encountered before. They burrow these vast uh, complex tunnels and they absolutely hunger for Numenera, but more specifically they are going after any power that a machine or an automaton might have, okay. the, the living energy that a machine has
1: I look down at Botbot bot because I know what this is, I say bot, bot no, you're probably scared um, I'm scared, but I need you to turn off right now, I need you to turn off okay, I'm going to carry you, you've got to trust me, please,
0: please trust me I'm going to have you roll persuasion on Botbot. Bot. Uh, okay, alright Botbot is your friend. I'm gonna make this a level three. Okay. Because Botbot is trying to be brave.
1: No, I don't think I have anything to assist
0: with this, so I'm gonna end like this. Um, if we go. fail in seven. Botbot, like, as much as an a machine can, like, tries to puff up and, and make himself big. Oh! That's the opposite of what we want. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. What would you like to do? Because this creature gives this mechanical screech and starts pulling itself up out of the floor and making its way towards you in the room. Uh, I'm going to quickly look around and see if there's something that I could, like, the
1: Numenera or technological equivalent of a wind-up toy something to that degree that I could have it chase.
0: Yeah. There's something that, like a little, like, gearbox kind of thing that would, like, roll around. Sure. Okay, alright. I set that into motion, and I do,
1: you know, and I kind of am making for the exit as as gently but quickly as possible, so as to draw the least attention, even though I am not the pedicle. Do I see what I came in for anywhere laying around in this
0: you do, it is behind the creature.
1: Oh I don't suppose I could tell it to just kindly hand it to me. Okay. Uh what? Oh do you really insist on being awake right now? You're killing me. You could try to
0: turn him off manually. <sighs> it
1: seems so rude. Okay, Bot-Bot, you have two choices. Either I'm going to have to turn you off manually because I really like you and I want you to survive and you're kind of drawing that thing's attention right now. You're drawing its attention, so either you need to shut off or you need to somehow distract it, which I don't want to do because I don't want you to be You know, I think it'd break my heart worse than anything else, that any physical damage that could be done to me.
0: What do you say? Bot-Bot goes to respond... But before it can, this creature comes up and barrels into you. Ah! Okay, all right.
1: Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use a defensive phasing, if I could. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So he passes through me harmlessly, and I have an asset, uh,
0: speed defense attacks. But I lose any benefit from armor I wear, that's okay. So for the next ten minutes, you get an asset to your speed defense attacks. Yep. Okay, Cool. So, you're going to make a level three speed defense. Okay. So, you get an asset with that. And... Yeah, so I think it's just going to be that asset. Boop, boop. Okay, success with a nine. Cool. It charges you, Mm -hmm. and you hear it coming, it's screaming, and you roll out of the way. Okay. Good. Am I able to roll toward the object I seek? Yes. Okay, good. And in that moment... Seeing that happen, Bot Bot gives an R2 D2 esque screech yep. and shuts down. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't care if that was it, like going after my suggestion or if um, that was Bot Bot being actually scared, but I'll take it either way.
0: Six to one, half a dozen the other. Uh, exactly,
1: exactly. Okay. So, like, I'm going to kind of roll to a stop and, like, Jurassic Park style, just kind of stay behind something. Say so very still. Hopefully, um, able to see or reach this thing in a dash somehow. Does it seem to be following me
0: or has it lost its direction? Botbot has turned off, okay. but it is now kind of like in, it had like skidded to a stop as you rolled out of the way. Yeah. And so the machine eater is there in front of Bapa and it kind of like hunches down to like look at it and is taking like a big claw to like stab or scoop. You're not sure. Okay. I'm gonna look to the nearest thing in reach, preferably
1: away the closest thing away from the 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 thing I need that can be turned on. And I'm gonna turn it on if I can, if I think it'll work. Or I try it either way. But I will hit power on something, <laughs>
0: and if it's tossable, I will toss it. You don't find anything that is mechanical in that way. Okay. Um, nothing that would like be turned on like via electricity or power like that. Plenty of components around, um, but nothing that is like immediately able to just like switch on and have that same kind of power. Okay. or Distractive. Could I use right
1: tool for the job? I can fashion a temporary device Absolutely. to assist, and there is a lot of stuff around. Or it, it sounded like it was to me. Absolutely. Okay, so I'll start grabbing things as quietly as possible, very hurriedly. What kind of thing are you trying to create? Something kind of flashy, with as many lights and sounds as possible, as many moving—well, it's kind of getting hard to do moving parts, but just anything I can to be a full-blown sensory overload of this thing and my goal is to throw it down where it came from if there's like a hole in the floor just to throw it down there make it go back where it came from and then make a bad dash and it, it, it grab the thing and then grab but but and run that's my
0: goal okay best case scenario you throw this together and it's essentially just like this big, like, flashy conglomeration of things that makes beeps and squeals and lights and all the bells and whistles. It's a children's toy. Yes. Yeah. Has has the, the claw up above Bot-Bot, and you kind of just, like, hold it over your head. What do you do to try and get its attention? Come and get me. I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. Whether or not it was because you were pretending to be a robot or because it was the massive amount of noise this right tool for the job is making, you're not sure, but this creature turns and screeches again at you and starts charging you. You throw this item down the hole. You reach out, grab for the bio-circuitry, start running, and go to scoop up bot-bot on the way out. I'm going to have you make me one more... Speed check. It's not going to be a defense roll. It's just going to be a straight, like, speed check, get out of here, holding all of these things okay. quickly. Okay. It's going to be a level three. Okay. I still have my
1: asset because I think I keep that for ten minutes. I'm going to spend a point of effort.
0: Success with a six. <laughs> really good you spent that effort. Yes, it is. Make sure to take the intellect from your pool for both spending the effort and for using the right tool for the job. Okay. It'll be three for intellect, uh, effort, and one for the skill you used ability. Biocircuitry under your arm, and just kind of, like, you have Bot-Bot by his arm, and you're just kind of, like, dragging him along in neutral, essentially, <laughs> behind you. Running back towards the entrance, back towards the elevator, trying to make your way. And you don't stop running till you get to the ele- elevator. Okay. <sighs> When it's finally Uh, ascending back up to the surface, uh, you slump down against the wall, heavy breathing, uh, bot-bot still deactivated, uh, biocircuitry in hand. Don't come
1: through the floor. Don't come through the floor.
0: Don't come through the floor. Uh, You hope and wish that it's not following you in any way. And you make it to the top where the elevator stops, and there's no rumbling. Nothing bursts through the floor. Doesn't seem to be following you.
1: I get out into the the light, and I kick a patch of dirt. There's always something more down there. There's always. It's just like it's a it's a Pandora's box. It's a cornucopia of what. I don't even understand it. I'm saying all this out loud, by the way, with Butt next to me. He just what? What is it? What are you? I'm. You, you know what? I'm. It's, I'm going to Rufus, and I pick up Butt and I start walking. <laughs> stupid machine. I forgot to put a sign on the door down there. I'm going to put it on the elevator that says "Just don't, just don't, just." You know what? Just turn around. It's fine. Just you don't need it.
0: Ugh. Is Rufus still asleep, yes, Rufus is still asleep. You come over and kind of like push bot bot up against like a pile of stuff, like just for to keep him out of the way, and yes, Rufus is still fast asleep okay okay, um I look at the list of things to get. You have a short list, the one that BotBot had. There were only two things on that list. There was biocircuitry and mimetic gel. Mimetic gel, you think, was the thing that was kind of exploded. That you tripped over and got all over you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, But, um, okay. There was a list on Rufus's workbench, but it's gone now. Somebody is going around stealing lists,
1: it seems.
0: Or more than likely, someone else is <laughs> looking, for things, looking yeah. for things on the list. Uh, okay. Well, that's me done for the day,
1: I think. <laughs> is BotBot Bot still off? Did you, did you say it as a turn back on? Yeah, BotBot's still okay. off. I will tap gently. No, it doesn't turn on. I hope you're not broken.
0: You don't get the sense that he's broken. It's just more probably scared out of his wits. Oh,
1: little boy, It's okay. Okay, I'll give him a pat on the head, and then I'll, I'll give Rufus a pat on the head, and then I'll walk out. I will try to find some parchment to go put on the elevator with a really childlike drawing of the direction in which I found the machine eater or rather the direction it found me and just try to just rudimentary drawings of what it looked like with a big like X over it like you know like one of those warning things this is a machine Mm -hmm. eater this is a bathroom
0: (laughs) (laughs) because all of those things are so similar Yeah, exactly you head back to the first tree to get some parchment from Fahura oh you're back Jory can I do anything for you I need some paper. Will, sure. A marker. And she slides like a piece of vellum, essentially, over to you with like a, a pencil, essentially.
1: Uh, I sketch away the things I have described. Mm-mm, mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. I get... Are you taking up drawing then? Uh,
1: no, although that might help in this circumstance so that people could better understand the nonsense that's going on down there.
0: Jory. There's always been nonsense down there. I
1: I think I just for some reason reached this little breaking point because Bop-Bop was involved and I was very concerned. I was also very surprised. Is he okay? He's fine. He's asleep. He's good. He's fine. Uh, That's good. Could I have a blue something, actually. That sounds dying right now.
0: Of course. Give me just a moment. She gets the ingredients and puts together a blue something for you. Joy, is there anything you want to talk about? You're normally the the chipper one. You don't normally uh, go off the deep end like this.
1: <sighs> Maybe I'm letting it out, finally. You know, everyone reaches their breaking point at some point. And mine is apparently when a giant monster comes up from the floor and tries to eat you. Who would have known that was one of my buttons?
0: You've had a lot going on the last few days and weeks. I'm actually surprised it took this long. (laughs) Not to say anything for your constitution, just almost anyone would have broken by this point. Yeah. And I say almost because I'm pretty sure that if Smaller never had a breaking point, we might all be dead. Oh,
1: yeah. You know what? Actually, that makes me feel way better because that's kind of more frightening than a monster coming up through the floor I raise my glass and I drink <laughs> a little bit No really, are you okay? I met somebody today um, not like romantically, but, but I didn't mean it to sound like that, I, I did meet somebody today. She almost looks disappointed <laughs> I don't know I think they kind of put into words what I've been feeling, but just try to push aside for the sake of productivity which is and something feels a little different now, you know? There's the chaos that's come to this kind of, well, peaceful anarchy that we had here, in a way. This nice loose structure of nice people getting along nicely. I just, um, I think it reminds me uh, of uh, some stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anything you want to talk about?
1: No, no, nothing. Oh, nothing anybody needs to worry about, really.
0: Jory, I don't know your middle name, but if I did, I would use it right here. You realise that one of the reasons I opened up establishments like this is to let people talk. I'm a listener. I'm a healer. I nurture people. If you want to talk, if you need to say something, I'm here to listen to it. Even if I don't understand completely... I'll hear you.
1: Uh well, um, I was sort of a kind of slave and I've got a brother who's is still enslaved and these people are probably chasing me and need me really badly and by need I mean want to kill me or something else and I'm not going back to that terrible hell and, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go and put this on the door and thank you for the blue something. Jory, Jory, Jory. If you could go ahead and not spread that around, that would be fabulous. In fact, I'd piss off. Don't you worry. No, 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 no. I don't think you understand just how bad that is. Whatever you thought might be chasing somebody out there, it's way worse than you think it is. And I've just put you all in danger by even saying anything. And I'm really angry at myself now, so. I'm sure g- I'm going to go find something constructive to do, so I don't have to think about it, and I don't have to think my my brother out there because if I do that, I'm, I'm just just I'm I, I can't I can't okay it, it's fine it's fine it's all okay it's all it's all okay 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 thanks for the drink you're dynamite and uh, I adore you and I'm going to go put this on the door and um, I'm going to um, go I'm going to go, I'm gonna go. Um,
0: for her it just kind of nods and wipes down the bar as you leave leave the building you go and put the sign on the elevator and it's down like someone else has already gone down in the time that you came back here but you put it on the door regardless well i hope they come back up It's pushing on evening at this point. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Or has Jory had a day?
1: Jory's had a day. I think she's going to sit for a bit and kind of away from people by the elevator, kind of waiting for the person, people to come back up, uh, just to make sure that they do. She's pretty drained. I think. This is... Um, very
0: trained you sit by the elevator lean your head just kind of against like the tunnel wall where it is there's been a lot going on changes are happening people know about Lagam, and you guys are going to be leaving again soon leaving to go on to wherever this transmission location is. The last time you guys left stuff happened. There's so much going through your mind. You just close your eyes lean against the wall hoping that at least a little bit of emotional solace will find you soon. Take what rest you can because you all have some decisions to make. And that's where I'll call the session thank you so much for listening to episode 48 of imprinted echoes as always if you want to follow the podcast on social media you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at imprinted echoes and our website imprintedechoes.com dot com there you can find links to the Ghostlight media merch store all of the other podcasts in our wonderful network and our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily and on that note I'd like to thank Roger, Kyle, and Joel for their continued support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell someone about our show. Of course, you can also find our hosts on Twitter: myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQLoudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at ReallyBridget. And our network, Ghostlight Media at GLM Pods. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll come back in two weeks to hear another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenlee, and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre.